Welcome back to Masters of CX, a podcast by Chattermill, where we cover all things customer experience. I'm João, your host, and we're here to help companies and individuals become more customer-centric in order to win in today's volatile business world. We believe this is now the decade of CX, and our mission is simple. Bring you the most actionable insights from the world's leading CX experts and operators, so you can use CX as your new engine for growth. Today, we chat with Ali Goldberg about all things CX and community. Ali is the CX manager at a fast-growing PropTech startup unicorn, former WeWork community leadership team member, and the creator of CX Guru, which is now the largest CX community on Clubhouse. Throughout our conversation today, we touched on the evolution of a CX manager and the challenges that come with each stage, how CX can be used as an engine for growth in any company, how to use data to leverage your team's customer centricity and vice versa, the importance of great employee experience and alignment in order to scale a CX culture internally, and the compounding value creation of community in all things CX. Chatting with Ali was not only super informative, but loads of fun. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. Perfect, Ali. Thank you so much for being with us today here at Masters of CX. It's so great to have you. Yeah, thank you. This is an unbelievable opportunity. So I'm happy to be here and talk all things customer success, experience, all that jazz. Can't wait. Let's let's dive right in. Uh, we usually like to start uh, just asking like uh, three quick fire questions to get the audience going, like a little shot of inspiration to start. So the first one being like, what are what is a book or podcast that recently like touched you that you've been recommending uh, colleagues and friends? I love this question. So for me, I always go to the book Radical Candor, which basically goes over a management philosophy, but I think applies to personal life as well. But it talks about um, the philosophy of caring personally for the people around you while also challenging them directly. And yeah, I think this is a tool that really helps me like, get things done at work and build rapport with my team, but also build strong teams. Yeah, Radical Candor is a famous one in the community, startups and everything. Uh, the second question is, what's a CX inspiration in your professional life, uh, be it a person or a company? Yeah, um, I would say both um, a person and a company. So Chewy.com is one that I just read about a lot. I've heard amazing feedback on them. Like even if you're not a customer anymore, like say you have an animal that like passes away, they still like keep in contact and, you know, send flowers. And I just, I think that's so important is, you know, still being there for your customer, even if they're not necessarily your customer anymore. Um, and then um, the bestseller, Adam Grant, is just someone who is super relatable to me. Uh, he also is just really inspirational. He has podcasts, TED Talks, all that. Um, and he really studies and talks about how people can find meaning in their life and connection and motivation and how to lead fearlessly. So he is a big inspo of mine as well. Awesome. Yeah, Adam is great. Like I check all his all his videos, everything he writes. So Definitely. Super cool. Uh, and uh, the third question is, uh, in your day-to-day -day role, uh, what type of activity gives you the most energy, right? We think this is like one of the best proxies to understand someone's superpower. So what is at least superpower? Oh, I love that. I would say at my core, like I'm a human connector. So for me to be around my team and connect them with the resources and uh, be around them is what energizes me. I love businesses and I love talking to people. So any type of, 
you know, role or anything at work that entails those areas, I'm like completely energized, pumped up about. Uh, yeah. And I think that radiates to other people as well. I'd like to think that. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. Uh, it's something that also compounds. It's not like a, a linear skill, right? Uh, it's something that mm -hmm. like one plus one equals three. Definitely. Exactly. Um, like how you come to work really impacts the way that others come to work. So a hundred percent. Yeah. I think more companies should prioritize the the energy that someone brings to, to the day-to-day -day of the team. Uh, I think that's a big, big proxy of like productivity and yeah. Yeah, exactly. agree. Awesome. Now I think we can dive into the more uh, meaty part of CX. Uh, so a good starting point we think is like asking about what CX means for you and what is Ali's personal CX philosophy. So that one is something that everyone has uh, a very specific answer. So what's yours? heavy hitting questions already. Um, I would say for me, um, customer experience, customer success is the holistic perception of a consumer's experience um, with your brand or your company or anything like that. It's um, their first impression. I always call like the first time someone calls in or the first time a customer comes into your space or uses your brand. I call it like the first, you're like their first impression architect because you really craft the way that people interact with your product. Um, so it's people's overall feeling that they get when they use your product. And I, it's also something that can literally make or break the opinion of your company, your brand, and if someone would or would not recommend it to a friend. So I personally think it's um, the most important part of a business because without customers, you don't really have a business. And yeah, just the overarching feeling that a consumer has. Definitely. Yeah. It's like the first principles. I agree with you. It's yeah. If you don't get that part right. Uh, yeah. Your product should flow from that and you should flow towards it. So yeah. Game over. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and in terms of like being a six manager today, um, what types of challenges do you like are the biggest, what, what are the biggest type of challenges you face on a day-to-day -day basis and why do you find them uh, challenging? I would say the biggest challenge and, you know, even just talking to other people in this field's experiences as well is um, sometimes if the technology or other parts of the business aren't exactly up to speed or maybe there's glitches or um, two things like aren't connecting, it can really impact the customer experience and therefore impact our employee experience for those who are on the front lines and dealing with the customer complaints and talking to them. So there are things that are really out of our control on a day-to-day -day basis. And I mean, I think that's also like our strong suit. So I think we can really handle any situation. Uh, but there's a lot of times where, you know, we really take the brunt of things. And um, I think it makes us stronger, but it could be really frustrating as well. Definitely. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You like operating in the sex space, uh, ambiguity is a constant part of the day. Uh, and being able to deal with that ambiguity, being able to adapt, being able to learn new tools and everything. I think that's the hallmark of yeah, a good sex professional. Um, Gotta be adaptable. Any exactly. situation can come through. We all know it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, that's what makes it exciting as well, right? So it's what keeps us uh, trying to go for it like every day and 
Yeah. Keeps us on our toes for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, and in turn, like, how did your, how did your, like, uh, like the way you see CX and the way you actually practice CX uh, change over the years, right? Like going through different roles and uh, does like, once you become a CX manager, does your, like your view of CX change in terms of bottom up and top down or like, give us a little bit of insight around that. Yeah. So I, I started kind of at square one. I was, um, an associate, like I said, first impression architect at WeWork. And I, that actually was, I think my favorite role I've ever had because I was working directly with the customer. And at the time I didn't ever realize like that customer experience or success, any of those could be a career path. Like it wasn't trendy, I guess you could say at the time, I think people kind of, there was some misconceptions about it. Maybe that it was, you know, I don't know, like super entry level. And I don't think that's the case. I think that it, like I said, is the heart of the company most of the time. And so I, I think that this area is just really getting started. I think over the years, companies have been really recognizing the power and the importance of having a really robust CX team uh, and multiple funnels within that. And I truly think it's the competitive advantage of companies right now. What sets, you know, two similar companies apart, uh, you can have two soda brands and they can serve a very similar product, but if one, um, you know, throws in the extra smile when they hand it to you, like that's where people are going to go. So, um, being a manager in the space now, more senior manager, like I was in my last role. I believe that I think it goes bottom up, top down. Like it's, it's both. I think all everyone at the bottom and middle and top should all be looped in. And I think leadership is responsible for disseminating information to everyone. And I think it's everyone, all the individual contributors, all the managers were responsible for giving feedback and being transparent as well. And so a founder of a company should, I think, be on the front line at least, you know, once or twice a month just to see what's happening. I think other departments should be a part of it. Uh, the more that people understand the consumer, the better that the product will be across the board. Absolutely. Yeah, that's something as in Chattermill completely believe that you said so many cool things that I'd love to unpack. Like you talked about CX being like almost an engine for growth and a competitive advantage for companies. Like Chewy is a good example, like you mentioned, as an inspiration, like there's a, a lot of competitors. You have like Zooplus in, uh, in Europe and everything, a huge company, but they haven't reached the same level of success as Chewy have, probably because of customer experience and how like this uh, relationship with the customer flows. Uh, and I'd love to unpack that a little bit, like talking about how do you view CX as an engine for growth of a company? And how do you think uh, organizations can incorporate that philosophy into their day-to-day -day operation? That's a really good question. It's also something I think a lot about. I think we're at a really good place right now because we have the marketing intelligence and I think we're, we kind of have like hubs of customer insight that are really like treasures for any company. There's so many softwares now and there's so many CRM softwares that tell us exactly what our customers want exactly what they like what they don't like almost like too much information i think it's information information overload uh but i do think that 
the insights absolutely amazing and so companies who take advantage of the insight and they really listen to their customers and really know that the customers are right but also their employees and they're the feedback they're getting from their employees, I think, um, would make the most successful companies. I think people's first impression of the product or brand is, like I said before, is everything. But I also believe that the entire journey start to finish is important. So if there are hiccups along the way, it's okay. It's how you handle those hiccups and how quick you are to like adapt to them and just how you continue the relationship going forward. So I just think there's so many components to it and, you know, having good like map journey mapping for the customer and really just being able to conquer any situation that arises, no matter how small, how big, um, are so key. Absolutely. Yeah. You also mentioned like the proliferation of like a data approach to CX, right? Uh, do you see like CX? as a completely data-driven process? Do you see it as a, a completely human-based process or is it a blend, right? And how can companies like uh, like uh, reconcile both and make sure that they're investing at both at the right uh, pace? Yeah, I do think it is, it is a blend. I would say it's driven on data. However, the human piece is just super key if you don't have the right people in place you can have all the best data in the world but if you don't have someone you know with a high eq someone who can really connect really put themselves in the shoes of their customer empathize all that then i don't really know if the products is strong so i think you know your products just as, is as strong as your team is and so i personally treat my team like they're my customers and then in return i think that's how they probably treat the customers as well. So um, yeah, you want to find people who are like committed to your company's values and um, make sure you're doing everything to align with your values as well. And then I think all good things would come with that. So yeah, I would say the human piece and data drives everything. So I mean, it's both. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know where you're going, there's no way to get there. And if you don't know the right person to drive you, like same way, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, yeah, super interesting. And like, I love to talk, you talked about, well, like making sure that your team and well, the employees of a company are aligned with the customer and have that uh, all, everyone is aligned towards the same direction of serving customers, right? So I'd love to ask more about like employee experience and understanding a bit more about how employee ex experience is a, uh, how it drives good CX over the long term, and uh, maybe some frameworks and stuff that you have seen throughout your career and that you apply to make sure that everyone is customer centric. Yeah, definitely. So I think it all starts with empowerment of your employees. So I like to tell my employees, you know, you're act like you're the owner of the business, or you know, act like you're in the same room at least with the owner of the business, and really give them the trust that, you know, we hired, like we hired them to do their job. So you should be able to trust them to do it. So um, I think empowerment of customer service is really important. Um, you want to have them be able to make real time decisions, whether it's like monetary or uh, really anything and be able to act on those and support the customer in a way that they feel is right. 
if you hire the right people, they will be able to do that. I think having like knowledge and autonomy to make decisions, like if you give them a budget, then, you know, not micromanaging how that budget's spent, like really trusting them say like, oh, like this person had a bad experience. I'm going to waive that fee for them. Uh, I think that goes a really long way. Uh, and yeah, I think there are really great ways to measure success of employees. So not only like employee net promoter score, but also, you know, doing 365 reviews or 360 reviews, I think it's called. Uh, so that way people not only will get feedback from their managers and their reports, but also their peers. And just, I think an ongoing circle of feedback is always great. It definitely creates a more pleasant work environment because people feel comfortable, they feel open, happy, uh, and then therefore will deliver you know, world-class service because they're feeling good. So yeah, I just, I believe that having the right tools and having tools that work and are functional uh, and if they're not functional, being transparent about it is really key. So an engaged team is a great employee experience. Makes total sense. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I'd love to like, just uh, talk a bit about uh, how, or like maybe lessons that you've learned so far about how to speak to customers and how to connect with them in a more human level. I think that's a challenge that a lot of us face when trying to be customer centric. And I think that flows throughout the whole hierarchy of a company, be it with a founder or CEO, back to the junior employees, which are there in the trenches every day talking to customers. So yeah, like if you could give us some insight about what type of communication angle or frameworks do you advise people to take? Yeah, so I think with customers, me personally, I'm super transparent as much as I can be to them. And I talk to them as if I would be talking to my parent or a friend or a cousin, you know, really anyone, because at the end of the day, like they are human. and if you can empathize and realize like, okay, like this person's upset. Like I understand, I understand you're upset. It, you know, it's my mission to make this right for you. Even if you can't make it right, they know that you did your best. I think seeking out feedback and being proactive about receiving feedback is really something that is significant because you want to be able to predict the needs of people and say like, Ooh, they're probably going to be unhappy. So I'm actually going to reach out to them before they reach out to me the smallest thing like that can go a long way. You're going to have to deal with it anyway. So you might as well, you know, be the person to reach out. Um, and yeah, I think when you can go above and beyond, it's just, it's so key. So the smallest thing, like if, you know, it's a repeat customer saying, oh, like, you know, last time you bought this or you used that service, like how'd it go? Or like, how's your sister doing? You know, it's like the smallest things that go a long way. I know when you invest in people, the return of investment is just huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in terms of how, how do you pass along uh, a CX strategy or a CX mandate? Uh, if you're like a junior or a CX manager, how do you make sure that the whole company buys in to a CX program? I think like other than like story sharing and success sharing, uh, it's important for teams, at least I, I think, to hear TED Talks and LinkedIn Learning and just know the resources where they can really, you know, buff up their skills, but also like having people talk about their own personal worst customer experience or their best customer experience and sharing the why. 
Um, if you did that in a circle of 10 people, they would all, it would come to your mind like immediately. Everyone knows their worst customer experience story and their best. And they're probably far and wide from each other. And um, I'm sure you would get, you know, just so much information out of that. Like if you understand why people are unhappy in any situation, you can kind of empathize with your own product. So I just think the more we talk to people, the more we collaborate, the more open we are. And like, you can get personal, um, you can share personal stories and experiences. And I think people can really learn a lot from that. And also just, if you get, say you get a call or you have a bad customer experience, like share it with people and say like, what would you do in this situation? Or how have you handled this in the past? Like having a bad customer experience interaction doesn't have to be bad. Um, You can learn from it. And so it ends up being good and there's positive from it. And you just take it from there and change it the next time. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Yeah, it just brings me like to another question around junior people in sales and uh, marketing or product management, like, roles that aren't usually defined as CX, but that we all know CX is a huge component of. What type of advice do you have for them to make sure that they're putting in some time like every week or month to make sure that they are being customer centric? That's a really good question. I think including other stakeholders and departments in your day-to-day, even if it's just a snapshot weekly or even monthly, um, it really is significant like people who aren't usually on the front lines um having their involvement and having them you know sit and listen in or you know even take a customer request themselves can go a really long way i think we're all in it together and sometimes it's hard to really see the big picture because you're so focused on what you're doing every day but to take a step back and be like oh like next time they will know like if this situation comes up how to handle it um, and I think just like also relying on um, like feedback as well. So like if there is data presenting it, but also saying like th- like giving the reason why behind it. Like it's not just a number. This is this person had this experience, and this is why you know they rated us a three. And just giving meaning behind the data will be key. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's, it's the story that you tell with the data that makes all the difference. Uh, that's why I think uh, we see like so many from the top CX operators like yourself, like other people in the space. It's this blend of understanding the quant and the, and the storytelling that makes makes the huge difference. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, now it'd be great to like just understand more of you as a professional, as a person. Uh, like first beginning, like with a brief overview for people to know more about you, like beyond what they can see in a LinkedIn profile. Ooh, wow. Um, I would say, I mean, I love like people, human experience. So I think for me, work, I never wanted to feel like work. Uh, And when I'm working alongside people and I'm mentoring or coaching or learning from others that's really what fuels me and I think in my personal life as well it's the same thing um I love like having new experiences and sharing them with other people I love bringing people together whether it's you know creating a reunion or matchmaking people or uh, going to networking events like that's what fuels me professionally and personally 
And yeah, I'm like a super outdoorsy person. I always am on the move, always trying to find the next best thing to do. Um, like traveled across country last year, but I, I always try to learn new things, whether it's personal, professional. Um, I hate being bored. And so, and I love talking as you can tell. So I think those are the things that just like get me up in the morning. I can uh, resonate with that. And I can't help think like those are the qualities that maybe make you such a great sex professional as well. Like the skills that Thank are you. necessary <laughs> to, to succeed in the space, the empathy, the like the general curiosity about people, about companies, about situations. And um, yeah, just I would love to dive into two experiences that you had. So first, like being a community manager at WeWork and the other one, your background in education, both of which carry similar skill sets to the CX space. And it would be great to understand like the learnings that you've got from each one and uh, how it uh, fed into your personal CX philosophy. Ooh, I love that. Um, so I would start by, I'll start with, you know, where I started. So my background's in early childhood special education, um, American Sign Language and Human Development and Family Studies. So a lot of people stuff, <laughs> for lack of better terms. But I think that that's really helped me be a patient person to maintain positive attitude, to really see the importance of communication and to just really be empathetic for myself and someone choose and try to understand as best as possible, if not, you know, being sympathetic. Um, so that I think is kind of where I started. Um, WeWork was great because I got to give back in a different way. So I could really impact, you know, when people first walk into the door at work to the end of their work day. So, you know, we spend 40 to 60 hours a week at work. And so that's so many hours. So we, we might as well make people, you know, really happy during their day. And so I think I was super, you know, committed to the company values. And I learned a lot from working there, like, you know, on like anything from just being upfront, being proactive. Um, I actually, I had um, some time where I helped expand our market in China. So I was out there for three months and helped with training and onboarding and, with one of our merging, we merged with another company. So like change management. And the most significant thing I learned was just that customers, no matter if you're in China or New York or anywhere in the world, everyone wants the same thing. Like they want to have a good experience. They want to have a positive experience. They want to be heard and people just want, people want to be happy and they want to feel connected to brands and companies. No one walks in and wants to have a bad experience. So I took all that, all my time with me into my current role where I am dealing with a lot of escalations and listening to people at a really pivotal moment of their lives and helping them during stressors. And I just think all of my experience combined has helped me stay like, consistent and learn how to cross collaborate and be empathetic and just take pride in my work and really understand why I'm doing what I'm doing, not just like, oh, it's a job and all that. So I think yeah, all that has molded my career so far. So I'm excited for my future at my current company and like my future in my life and see where this path takes me. It's been really a great ride so far. So yeah, I'm excited. 
Awesome. Yeah, it's going well. It's very exciting stuff. Like uh, a little bit later, we're going to talk about uh, your new initiative with CX Gurus. Yeah. Before that, I just wanted to like touch uh, into you mentioned a bit of the skills. So, like uh, cross collaboration, uh, talked about empathy. But in general, like it would be great to understand more about how you view the necessary skill set to succeed in the CX space, right? So, for our audience that's trying to improve, to grow in their role, or even to break into the CX space, what type of skills would you advise them to work on? Yeah, so I believe strongly that, you know, being able to conquer stressful situations and adapt to customers and be able to thrive during a, a change in a company, which happens a lot, especially in the tech world, is key. Um, treating all your customers the same way. So it doesn't matter if someone's paying $2 or if they're paying a million dollars, you should treat everyone, you know, with the same respect and same transparency. I would say, you know, you can be data-driven, but also listen and observe your people and be curious, like ask a lot of questions. And if something doesn't seem right, or there's a system that you're like, hmm, like that doesn't really sound, you know, like correct, you know, just it's okay to question things and improve on them because this field is changing every day. The systems are changing. There's new conversations out all the time. So just like staying relevant and reading up and learning and exploring new softwares, everything, working with Chattermill, you know, like all those things are so many resources and they're at our fingertips. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. I think like you just gave a breath of stuff for our audience to work on. I completely agree. Uh, it definitely is the ability to like, not only like master the tools and everything, but learn how to be more human. Uh, I think it's a skill that we can all build on as well and build that curiosity about people. And I think with COVID and everything, we kind of became comfortable not enjoying being around people at times. And I think that's very detrimental to us becoming more customer centric and even building relationships in our personal lives. So definitely something that we can be more proactive about everyone. Um, yeah, now it would be great to talk about CX Gurus because it's something that I'm a big fan of. A lot of people in the space like tune in to check out CX Gurus every day. Uh, so yeah, CX Gurus for the few of you who live under a rock and don't know what's happening. It's the, it's a group on Clubhouse. Um, and yeah, if you can give us an overview of like, what is CX Gurus for you? What does it mean for you? And what sparked uh, the initial uh, push to, to start it? Yeah, so it's honestly been quite a humbling experience. I mean, we're only in March and um, I created CX Guru in the beginning of January. So I really started and came to fruition because I joined Clubhouse. I was loving the conversations, but I realized there were no clubs or conversations about customer experience and employee experience, human experience, all that. So I wanted to create a place for people who are customer obsessed professionals or just people who want to like learn more to discuss best practices, innovate together and just discuss like our evolving place in the tech world and so on. And so I just think since it is a top priority for businesses, it should just be a top priority conversation. So it's been a really cool experience. I mean, we have like almost 5,000 um, members of this club and like 800 followers. And so people 
you know, are starting rooms all over the world all the time. Like, you know, yesterday there was like a CX in Brazil conversation and um, all different types of professionals, whether customer success, customer experience, client success, you know, there's so many different terms nowadays. uh, And there's just like really robust and meaningful conversations that have come out of it. And so it's been a really cool thing to be a part of. And it's just funny because like it, it was just a small idea. And I was like, yeah, like, let's, I'm going to just try this out. And I had no idea the potential. And so now I just feel like really sky's the limit. And, you know, the more the merrier. So it's super inclusive. So anyone can join. You don't necessarily have to be a CX professional. But I encourage people to join, to talk, to ask questions, and just bring themselves to this club just because we learn the best from other people and experiences. So yeah, that's the story behind it. It's been, it's been cool. For sure. For sure. And I agree. Yeah. The more, the more the companies put CX in uh, as a central part of their mandate, which I believe uh, is happening as we speak, you know, the more like these type of communities are going to be necessary. And so, yeah, I think the, we're just starting. We're in the very early inning. So congrats for everything you've achieved so far and uh, I'm here like hoping it keeps on growing and everything Me too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah was there a, a big dream or is there a big dream now with it or are you taking it day by day and just making sure that the community is well served oh totally day by day I don't really have any expectations you know for myself with it I just I like I said earlier love creating community love to be around people I mean my dream would be to do an in-person gathering with these people I think like that would be like a top 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 dream just to actually meet people in person because the pandemic obviously has just been so isolating and I do feel connected like I feel like I've really made strong network through Clubhouse in just three months however it would I would I'm like really excited to maybe plan something like once the world opens back up uh but yeah otherwise I just it's for everyone it's for everyone in this field to feel comfortable and excited and curious and connect so I'm excited to see where it goes but yeah I don't really have any like crazy expectations for it just keep building momentum I guess got you yeah I highly recommend you guys to go check out sex gurus on clubhouse it's yeah, I've learned so much from it. Uh, and I'd love to ask about maybe what have been the main takeaways or the main lessons so far for you? Uh, not only building it and everything, but also like attending the talks, like leading the talks. Yeah, I learned that moderating is really hard. I am <laughs> not the biggest public speaker. So at first, I, I felt food, a lot of... Could have food me and... <laughs> could oh, have well, food thank all you. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Uh, I was really nervous at first. I'm not an expert by any means. So I'm still learning a lot. I've, you know, only been in this field for, I can count on less than three hands. (laughs) Um, But I, I don't know. It's just, I've learned that I've learned that um, people want to talk about it. And if you give people a platform to talk, they they will, especially if they feel comfortable. And so I always like to start off the rooms by just reminding people, you know, this is a safe space and, you know, it's inclusive. And so we invite anyone to talk. If people have ideas that are maybe contradict someone else's or they have separate opinions, like that's okay. Uh, it's 
okay to have different opinions. Like, let's talk about it, but like, let's be respectful of each other. And I think that's been super powerful. And yeah, I just think I attend more than I host because I, I always want to learn. And it's funny because sometimes I'll go in and people will invite me up just because I think I started at CX Guru and I'm like, I just want to listen. Like, you know, I don't always want to talk. I really uh, find meaning and meaningful conversations super helpful for my career as well. So yeah, I'm, I really genuinely think it's going to be, it could be a really great place for people to learn and grow. Definitely, definitely. And, and it's it's one of my favorite learning resources in CX personally, uh, together with like groups like CX Accelerator and other things like that. Um, I think the community aspect to CX uh, when learning something like CX is very important because it's not something that you learn from a book, right? You learn from stories, you learn from experiences. Um, it's really interesting. Yeah, I completely agree. And I hope it just keeps growing. Now it'd be great to just like talk about uh, the future of CX. Now that we're just towards finishing the conversation. I just had like two final questions around like, if we can begin with COVID, right? So what we lived until now in the past year and a half has been insane. The, the change, the level of change and the intensity of change has never been like this before. So in terms of the pandemic and the effects of the pandemic, how did that change the way you view and practice CX from how you were doing it before? Yeah, so I think this whole pandemic has made everyone, of course, more mindful. Uh, I think when customers or consumers like react a certain way, uh, it's always, I think this pandemic has been a reminder that everyone's going through something different than the next person. And so to come from a place of, you know, being mindful and understanding like, okay, like this person's bad. It's not personal though. Like, you know, they could have had a bad day or could have received bad news or maybe like, maybe they're just like not your cup of tea, but that's okay. And so definitely learning to take things with a grain of salt and be kind to myself in, you know, those scenarios. Um, I also think that, hmm, you know, everyone's at home and people are are really open to giving feedback. People have sometimes a little bit more time their day. They're not commuting. So being proactive, asking for feedback, you know, you don't really want surprises. You don't want to read your year and your reviews or numbers and be like, why did that happen? You know, you want to really understand why people feel a certain way. And so I just think it's even more important right now to get feedback from people and really serve your customer complaints appropriately. It's so hard on virtual sometimes because people can't read body language. So we have to be really mindful of the language we use and our tone inflection. And just to make sure that like we get across our point without being misunderstood so yeah those are like my biggest takeaways and just with employees just like giving them love and support and being there for them and just reminding them that you're there for them and giving people levity during the day because it's tough and it's not an easy time so you just we just have to be there for people we're all human so that's been my I guess path or what I've been doing during all this Absolutely. And yeah, for, for me, a lesson has been like how details actually matter, which is something so trivial, but it, ju- it was just reinforced. So like you said, the smallest thing with our team members, with the rest of the team can have a huge impact in the in our customers after. I couldn't agree more. Uh, awesome. And yeah, just uh, last question is, what do you think the future of CX looks like? And does it match uh, the vision that you would like it to look like? 
Well, I don't know exactly what it'll look like, but I know that it's changing every day and that I'm really excited to see where it goes. I think sky's the limit. There's new ideas, new softwares, new programs coming out every day. And, you know, I don't know. I think there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to unpack, but I just think we're heading in such a cool direction. And, you know, once we go back to being in person, I think we also have a huge impact on the world and helping people integrate back into a social life, social life and a social workplace and all that. So yeah, no, I'm excited to see what happens. I think that, yeah, I think all good things. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, can't can't uh, end on a better note than that. I think that marks the end of the this awesome conversation. I hope it's one of many. Um, and thank you so much for being with us, Sally. Uh, thank you so much for the transparency with everything uh, and the great insights you shared with us that will help like people become more customer centric. Um, yeah, I learned so much here. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. And again, like happy to chat anytime and you know you find me on LinkedIn all that jazz and yeah come join Clubhouse CX Guru for some like really meaningful candid conversation absolutely don't guys don't miss out like go on <laughs> today like follow gotta be there gotta be there gotta be there awesome thank you so much Ali thank you